1: What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Tea with Tash. And a very happy Cinco de drinko de Mayo to you and your quarantine loves out there. I hope you guys are as excited as I am to celebrate with my friend who runs an amazing food blog. And I'm hungry just thinking about it. So let's get right to it. This girl has the amazing talent of making you taste food through her incredible photos on Instagram. She has a passion for food and all the amazing life events that take place around food so please welcome my friend and food blogger of bite me vancouver clarissa natel hi clarissa and welcome to the tea with tash podcast hey how's it going good how are you
2: not too bad i just finished dinner and i am nice and relaxed how is your evening going so far
1: it's going it's been a long week and it's only Tuesday. (laughs) um I feel like how is your quarantine is becoming like a normal question on my podcast. So I'm going to ask you, how is your quarantine going?
2: (laughs) It's going pretty good. I mean, you know, I started working from home what it feels like forever ago, but it's only been like, I guess a month and a bit now. So uh, my days are pretty normal in the sense that I have like a, a typical day of working and, and lunchtime and then, Um, After work, I'm just either – I don't know. What am I doing? (laughs) Usually, like, on Instagram or uh, working out or um, doing other things.
1: That seems fun to me. (laughs) Pretty much. Have you you developed any favorite quarantine snacks so far?
0: Oh,
2: quarantine snacks. You know what? One thing that hasn't changed is my, like – snacking habits I would say so <laughs> I definitely have um definitely have the usual like instant noodles or um I'm not really a chips person but I've been eating truffle chips from Trader Joe's because we had a bunch of those mm. from our last uh, U.S. trip so those are a good favorite and uh that's about it for my snacking.
1: Well that's perfect so as most of you guys know and I've put on my Instagram that Clarissa has an amazing food blog called Bite Me Vancouver, and um, for those who don't know, I actually do know um, Clarissa from the past, and it's been a while since we've hooked up, and um, I finally found your page on Instagram, and I knew you had a blog, and for the life of me, I couldn't remember what it was called. Finally, one day, you came up on my search (laughs) page, and I was like, yes, I found her, Um, and so happy to see (laughs) that you were doing well and all that stuff, so... Tell me a little bit about how you started and what made you start a food blog.
2: For sure. So, I mean, how did I start? It was around 2015, I want to say. Yeah, it's been five years almost. And uh, my boyfriend and I, like we would at the time go out to eat a lot. And I would always want to take, you know, I was really into Snapchat at the time. and, And so I'd always be snapping my pictures of my food and making sure he didn't eat anything and didn't touch anything until I took a photo and he'd be be so angry because he'd be like you know what are you doing with all these images like you're promoting these restaurants and you're not getting anything for it like what are they giving you in return right so Mm -hmm. I thought about that and I um I decided to make an Instagram page just really thinking nothing of it just kind of using it as like a creative outlet instead of putting it on my own personal page so that I can just be like one place for all my food pictures. And um, as the time passed and I kind of grew my page, I started meeting people uh, in the foodie community. And I realized like, wow, there are so many foodies in Vancouver. It's crazy. And so around a year later, I met my first foodie friend. His name is Josh. And we are best friends since I met him um, in 2016. And yeah, I started just um, going to more restaurants and, and doing tastings and getting to take photos and practice my photography. So it was kind of a win-win because I was getting to network with foodies and restaurant owners and also I get to showcase my skills and uh, photography on uh, a level that I didn't get to do during my usual work at the time. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's fun. I would consider myself a foodie, but only for the fact that I see food and I eat it, and that's it. Um, And I can't take a good Instagram photo worth anything. So, I mean, how did you become so amazing at taking these photos? I mean, when I look at your photos, and a lot of my friends who I've asked them to all look at your blog and see if they have any questions for you, and the number one question was, how do you get such amazing pictures of your food?
2: (laughs) It's a good question. I mean, if you look at my photos back then, and now you'd be like, wow, she has really, um, she's really progressed since, because my photos definitely did not look like that back in the day. Um, It was really just learning how, it was learning about natural lighting, that's for one. Um, I used to take photos like at night and be like, why are these pictures so horrible? And I said, because sunlight really makes a difference. So that was one of them. Um, And honestly, just practice, like I realized that the camera that I had had a specific lens. And, and so, you know, different lenses have different um, strengths to them, I guess you could say. And so I uh, realized that the lens I had was really great with like close up shots. And so I really use that to my advantage and um, really just practice. Like I remember there'd be times I would take so many photos and only one would turn out good. And it's just, you know, as you get better, you realize, the right um the right strategy and just the right way to uh take photos that that work for you and editing editing is a huge one too i mean i spend so much time editing as well as photography um in like my latest collaboration uh that you'll see soon with save on foods it's you know really half the time it's me preparing uh the collaboration with. Whether it's like recipe development or for this for this collaboration, it's for Mother's Day. So, getting the stories ready and um, uh, just setting up the shot and taking the shot takes around like fifteen minutes. It's not that long, but then oh, editing wow. it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it's kind of the
2: process of it.
1: That's crazy, and it's not like one of those things where it's like shot on iPhone eleven. Like you're using like legit camera, Canon something, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I I don't use anything too fancy. Like, I honestly just use a a Sony camera and it's not even top of the line. It's just um, the A6000. It's an older one now, but I've learned to um, just take good quality shots on that. And yeah, that's what I've been using for a
1: while. That's kind of cool. I don't know too much about cameras or anything Instagram related and everybody who follows me on (laughs) Instagram or any sort of platform you guys know that I'm not a pictures person and I just think that tilting your screen and giving it a good like filter will like help you but (laughs) sometimes it doesn't work like that (laughs) um where did you get like your passion for food like I know um myself being Italian you know that we throw a lot of food with parties and all that sort of stuff but I can't cook to save my life you seem to have like a true passion for it like I can't bake I can't cook I can't do anything like that um but you have like a true passion for it and you like you can tell on your face in your photos and in all of your Instagram lives or whatever um that you really enjoy it so like how did that even start for you yeah for
2: sure um I mean honestly when I first started the page i I couldn't really cook either, to be honest. Like I use a lot of, we start uh, of, of recipes online. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We all start somewhere. And to this day, I still prefer cooking over baking. Like mm-hmm. I have um, an upcoming, <laughs> have an upcoming collaboration with a dairy company and I have to use their whipped cream and I'm going to make a cheesecake. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never made a cheesecake before. <laughs> like <laughs> how is this going to go?
1: <laughs> so I feel, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah honestly like uh, the way it started for me and loving food was I would just say like the way I was raised like in my family there's always food on the table whenever I go to the Philippines for vacation like um, food is huge in my family so um, even during the meals there's always something on the table for us to eat or snack on and uh, living in such a great city too I've come to appreciate like how lucky we are to have so many different types of uh foods and different ethnicity foods. So it's so fun being able to explore the different varieties that we have here and um I don't know, something about food it just makes me so happy. It's <laughs> not even going to lie like nothing else maybe my dog nothing yeah. else can make food <laughs> as happy though.
1: I agree. I like, agree.
2: Yeah, I had a friend one time that said like man like Even just the way that food puts a smile on your face, it's nothing like I've seen before. (laughs) It's kind of silly, but I don't know. It just puts a smile on my face. Good food puts a smile on my face.
1: Yeah, and that that appreciation for it shows. Like, just so you know, we all see it. And it's very, very obvious that you enjoy what you do. And that's really sometimes hard to come by in our generation, I feel. Some people do things just because they want to make other people happy or, you know for the flex of it, and that's not with you at all. That's not the story. Um, and on your blog, you have so many experiences and so many recipes, and are there any, like, favorite, let's say, like, restaurants that are, like, your go-to favorites when we're not in quarantine?
2: <laughs> like, um, go-to's that I can get for takeout or go-to's for dining?
1: Like, give me both. Surprise Okay.
2: <laughs> um, hmm, okay. So... One that I've always said that I've loved, um, that I, I found out about last year, is a small restaurant in North Van just before you hit Deco. Mm-hmm. It's called Scratch Kitchen. Mm. And it's really like a, a very quaint um, restaurant. It holds like maybe 25 seats. Um, but the reason why it's called Scratch Kitchen is because everything's made from scratch. So, down to like their pickles, their pizza dough, their sourdough, their, um, their like sauces, like everything is made so, um, so with so much love and so much care. So, I really appreciate like the time that they put into making their menu mm-hmm. every day. Um, so I've gotten pizza from there. Um,
1: is that a like a pizza restaurant or is that just like a, like an uh, one of those dives that has everything.
2: Uh yeah, it's like half pizza, half a few other things. It's mostly pizza restaurant. Um, they have brunch yeah. too, but um, on their menu, yeah, they have like a selection of pizzas, sandwiches, salads, um, and then some appies too. So
1: yeah,
2: yeah. So that one's a good one. Um, I know like Cinco de
1: Mayo is today, True, so yeah. <laughs> I know I, I was um for those who are now listening. Um, the episode is called Drinking the Tequila.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, yes. It's so funny that you like say that too, because I'm literally having a margarita right now. <laughs> is
1: that the ones from Taps and Tacos? It is. Yeah. Oh God, I saw it on your story and I was like, I have to get one of those. Is it good?
2: Oh my gosh. It's like, it's dangerous. It's so good. Um, there has recipe calls for a, sh- a single shot, but I always put a double. because They're
1: literally down the street from me oh
2: oh my gosh yeah. okay yeah you have to go it's dangerous their uh their coconut margarita is my favorite I remember I dined mm. in once and I was like Oof, that was the one thing I did not forget about their food and drinks was their coconut margarita yeah.
1: and really I, I'm a huge like taco freak so like when people ask me like especially my mom what do you want for dinner tacos yeah. it's always the same answer and it, yeah it <laughs> doesn't matter how many times I ask for it I never get it so I always enjoy Cinco de Mayo as much as I can I love it. And uh, I actually did go with a friend of mine to Taps and Tacos, and they're like, "Oh, do you want a single shot or a double?" I'm like, "Nah, single." Like, I have shit to do today or whatever. And they're like, "Oops, sorry, we made you a double." And I was like, literally (laughs) falling over. I'm like, I think I need to go take a nap. It's strong. It's good.
2: (laughs) Totally. So good though. So smooth. Yeah, they're, they're a pretty good spot, too, for Port Moody. And, and also being so close to the pier, like, you can just walk down there after.
1: Yeah, Port Moody's um, really, like, blossomed with the amount of stuff they have going on with, like, food and the beer, and, like, Spacanapoli is one of my favorite pizza places, and that's just across mm. the street from Taps and Tacos. Um oh, And, oh, I'm so happy that they're all in my backyard, but my body's not happy about it, but, oh, well. <laughs>
2: It's okay, you need balance in life, you can eat good
1: food too. Totally, totally. Okay. Um, in your quarantine, have you guys, like, gone to more of one restaurant than others? Do you have any favorites, any new things that you've tried that you want to share?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so the the ones... Okay, okay so every Thursday, uh, for the first month and a half, uh, my group of friends and I actually did takeout Thursdays. Ooh. So what we did was... Yeah, it was a pretty cool thing that we did, so... Basically every week, someone took a turn on t- getting takeout, and uh, the premise was to support small local businesses. So nothing like as good as Cactus Club is. Nothing like Cactus Club or Joey's. Yeah, we wanted to course. support the smaller guys. Yeah. Um, so we did um, some Vietnamese restaurants. We did some uh, pasta places. Um, we did. Uh, there's one in Burnaby called La
1: Forchetta Uh, you're probably gonna say better than I will La Forchetta (laughs) yes I've tried it it's really good (laughs) hey you you were close you were close I've heard worse I've heard much worse trust me um that's good too I actually me and my boyfriend were just talking about it that we went in like January when it was snowing and we literally walked from his house like off of Hastings to mm-hmm. the restaurant and like walked back and it was just like the nicest night and they, there was nobody else in the restaurant because it was like blizzarding snow outside. It was like that night where like literally nobody could drive on the road and just something about it was really like light and fun and the food was good and it's like nights like yeah. those that make you remember good meals like that, you know?
2: Exactly, yeah, and their staff there are so nice too. So
1: totally, totally. Yeah, so that
2: was that was one um, a new one that I tried was a Vietnamese restaurant uh, that I've heard a lot of good things about, um, and it's called Pho uh, Tan. Mm. Um, Where is and, that located? Uh, they are located just near Carrisdale, I believe. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Um, on like in Vancouver on um Main Street I think it is and they're known for their um oh oh no what is it called but okay um, I'm gonna just look it up quickly yeah yeah because go for it. I don't want to butcher the I'm gonna butcher the name of it but
1: that's okay it happens <laughs> to the best of us it happens to the best of us yeah it's called I
2: mean... it's called a uh, fo bo satay.
1: So Ooh. it's satay
2: beef noodle soup, and it's basically, like, a peanut sauce and coconut milk
1: broth. I, um...
2: Oh, it's, like, so rich and just, like, so buttery and so delicious. I don't know. I tried it for the
1: first time, and I was like, I understand the hype now. It is yeah. really good. I recently tried ramen noodles. Like, oh, yeah. In a restaurant, like, my version of ramen noodles is, like, Mr. Noodles, like, from <laughs> a store, not in a restaurant, and my friend took me to one near Metrotown. For the life of me, can't remember what it's called. Is it Jinnia? No, it starts with an M. Miracata? Miracita? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. On, uh, near Royal Oak? Yes. And, uh, I'm craving it to this day. Like, I, (laughs) I'm, where my dad is from in Italy, they do a lot of soups and, like, soup-based stuff. So every time I go to my grandmother's, we always have a bowl of soup. So for me, yeah. ramen noodles was kind of that comfort with a different flair to it cuz i'm used to just plain italian soup. Um yeah. but having like the egg and you have the pork inside and then you break the egg and the yolk like it's it's such an experience. Like i didn't know what to do or what to how to eat it or chopsticks, no chopsticks, you got a spoon that's really <laughs> big. I have no idea. Like i have zero <laughs> yeah, etiquette God. when it comes to like cutlery
2: that's okay practice makes perfect I mean the more you have it the more you'll learn about it and that's one thing I enjoy about like trying different foods is like oh learning about the different cultures and how they how they serve things and, and the calorie and everything that goes behind it so it's always a fun experience and it
1: makes a difference too sometimes in certain dishes I think totally right I totally mean does, yeah. again still can't use chopsticks but we're, get- <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there
2: you should be like you should get uh those chopstick trainer
1: things that that, that my are connected friends at the top. Kids have. Yeah. I have yeah. them. I have them. You do. I do. I do have them and I use them every time I take them with me to like sushi town. I'm like, "Hello." Love it. I got my own. I got my own, uh, I got my own here. i "I don't want yours. I got mine." Um uh, you did bring up mother's day earlier and you did say you had a little something going on. I don't know if you can share any of that, but do you have any mother's day plans with your own mom? Do you guys have any traditions? Um, my mom and I just do kind of random things. We don't really do anything specific, but it's always interesting Mm -hmm. to hear what other people do with their moms.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, usually we would uh, ask her what she, where she would want to eat for mother's day and we would just go eat usually lunch. Um, we'd, because Mother's Day always falls on a Sunday. Like, she'd make us go to church uh, in the early afternoon, and then we'd go eat right after. So um, since all of that is not uh, able to be done right now, we're going to um, just get takeout, and uh, we'll social distance lunch outside somewhere. It might be kind of busy, so maybe we'll celebrate on Saturday instead. But, yeah, she was craving Thai food, so I'm going to get... perfect
1: well I did hear the weather's supposed to be like really hot like 26 or something on the weekend so oh really oh wow I know that's what I said too I was like that doesn't look right that might change and don't nobody quote (laughs) me on that I'm not Mark Madriga from Global News I'm just saying (laughs) that's what my weather app on my iPhone told me perfect that's good to hear
2: then
1: yeah do you have any like favorite meals that you cook at home like for you and your boyfriend or anything that you just learned how to make
2: Hmm, uh, something? Yeah, actually, I did. I learned how to make mac and cheese for the first time. And it's so easy. I'm like, what have I been doing? out What missing
1: do you mean on? mac and cheese? I can <laughs> eat that. No, I mean, like, What mac kind and of mac and scratch. cheese? You're not talking, like, KD. Not like KD. No, no, no. Okay, I was going like, to be like, um, girl, you can take an Instagram photo that gets so many likes, but you can't make KD. There's a problem. I've been fooling you guys. No. <laughs>
2: No, I learned how to make mac and cheese from scratch. Um, I, one of my foodie friends, uh, he is a manager at uh, Italian Kitchen downtown. Mm -hmm. And so he is like always creating such amazing um, dishes. Like, do you think my food looks good? Like, don't even check his Instagram and you're like, whoa, it's like next level. Him and his girlfriend make amazing dishes. So they had their first food challenge and they challenged, um, new dishes like every couple of weeks and tag people in it the first one was a mac and cheese challenge
1: Ooh.
2: and um so i can't remember what kind of i think he had his loaded with like jalapenos and like five different types of cheeses
1: yeah and then
2: his girlfriend made um like a baked mac and cheese and had i think had truffle on it it was just Ooh. like next level it was crazy So anyway, I just learned how to make mac and cheese for the first time. So I was like, okay, we're going to see how this goes. And uh, yeah, it was really easy. All you need to do is like just roll the cheese in a a pot basically and cook it. And then you just put it on top of the uh, noodles and then you can throw it into the oven after and then bam, you're done. So
1: damn, I might make that. That sounds good. That sounds easy enough. Like I feel like some recipes look much harder than they are. And like I said, I cannot do anything that has to do with cooking or baking. Um, mm-hmm. That seems easy enough for me to do. Just give me a step-by-step program of paint-by-numbers and you should be okay. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't
2: bad. And there's another one, too, that I did um, over the weekend, actually. Um, so it wasn't, like, a recipe that I made on my own. It was, you know, there's a lot of, like, restaurants that are doing, um, like, cocktail kits or, like, brunch kits and, mm-hmm. and whatnot and Yeah,
1: kits. A lot of Mother's Day kits I've seen, like, high tea and shit yeah. like that, yeah.
2: Yeah, totally. Um, so I, I went to um, the Belgarde kitchen, which is just before Gastown. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a brunch kit right now. Um, they've been doing it for a while, but then they are uh, launching one, like especially for Mother's Day. Yeah. And um and I've been there before for brunch. So like to have basically exactly what I've had dine in and then be able to enjoy it at home was so much fun. Um, it's only 35 bucks, and then it has – three of their top dishes, um, in the kit. Ooh. And, uh, they provide the instructions for you. Everything's like organized and, and, and set up really easily for you. And then you just warm up a few things and then assemble it. And then you're like, Whoa, I made this. It's pretty neat. So
1: is that what you put um, on your Instagram story? That. Yeah. It Did you have like an egg yesterday. on top or something? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I saw it. I was like, wow, look at her. She's making all this food and I'm over here like With my cereal, like, I'm, I'm good. No, I I didn't want any thanks, though.
2: (laughs) I love cereal, though. Cereal is actually, like, our midnight.
1: So That's another
2: craving, a midnight snack. That's what we'll do.
1: Cereal, me too. That's what I usually, sometimes I work, like, later, like, 3 to 11 or, um, 3.30, and Mm -hmm. when I come home, that's, like, my staple.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's such a good, a good uh, snack to have for sure.
1: Um, another thing I wanted to touch on was the um, collaborations you've done. Like, you've done so many of them. Do you have, like, a favorite or one that's really stuck with you or stuck out as, like, one of, like, a, be- a best experience you've had dealing with a different company? Because I know sometimes that can be challenging.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's hard because there's so many good ones. I'm trying to look on my feed right now to see if any, like, pop out. Um, Let's see. I mean in general like I find that the collaborations that stick out to me are, you know it's not just the food quality but it's like the experience overall because I find that in Vancouver it's there's so much competition in restaurants and and just having good food isn't enough anymore so yeah so like having like really good customer service and and um just a very like wholesome experience is what really makes things more memorable in terms of collaborations it's so hard there's so there's too many I mean I went to oh you know what there was one that was fun I in it was during Christmas time so it was a little little ways a little ways back but um, it was with Sorry,
1: festive times, not like right now. Yeah, yes,
2: yeah, true. when you know, you could spend time with your family actually in person. I know. Right? Um, it was with Purdy's chocolate. Ooh. And um, yeah, and it was like perfect because um, my uh, boyfriend's brother's family they they had just set up their Christmas tree, and uh, they do everything like so extra. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So they their whole tree is white,
1: Ooh. and
2: um, it's like it's sorry, it's like the Christmas trees that are flocked. So yeah, it's like yeah. spray
1: painted white, I guess. Yeah, it looks and... like it's been snowed on or something, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I begged my mom for a tree like that every year, and she's like, "No, we have a fake tree. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just want one tree that looks like it's got snow on it, just once."
2: Yeah, I know they're, they're like they're pretty messy though, but they're totally. they're definitely beautiful. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So. They had just set up the tree and, and everything's like black and white. Even, um, the, the, um, the person in contact that, that I was chatting with, like from the agency that deals with parties are mm-hmm. like, did you edit this photo or is it just like naturally like this? And I'm like, no, it's, it's naturally like this. They yeah. literally do everything black and white. So
1: like the real deal.
2: anyway, it was, yeah, it was a real deal. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of fun shooting that one because, uh, my my niece was uh, in the shot, and uh, she was having a lot of fun being a little model. So
1: it was fun. You're quite the model too. I mean, she must have got it from you with all those Instagram photos. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. my whole face isn't even on my podcast tile. Like for God's sakes! Like it's true. It's I know, a talent. It's, Instagram it's, has their own world. Like it's crazy.
2: I know. A lot of my like coworkers are like, I don't know how you do this all the time Clarissa so, like be on on Instagram and like on your phone like do you have like a selfie stick when you do these stories I'm like no I just use my phone
1: <laughs> you're like no I just got long arms like I'm fine <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true I do have pretty long arms you do you do <laughs> I was gonna ask uh, yeah, you no, one it's... more question and I can't remember what it is ah, anyways, mm-hmm. whatever um But that's, like, all I have for you. Um, I would really love to enjoy, like, a national, like, pasta day with you or something when we're out of quarantine, International Wine Day, whatever. Um, Oh, my my gosh, I'm in. We'll have you on and just chat about whatever. Um, Tell us where we can find you. Plug whatever you got going on, and, you know, I'll have everybody try and support as much as we can.
2: Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me... Mainly on Instagram, um, my handle is Bite Me Vancouver, and uh, if you would like to see some of my recipes, and I have a website, it's BiteMeVancouver.com, and yeah, that's about it, I'm not on really anything else, I'm on TikTok, but still trying to figure that out, you know,
1: so. Don't even get me started, I still haven't, yeah. I can't learn a dance to save my life, and you would think Same. after being a dancer for like 18 years that I would be able to pick it up, and this is just like crazy.
2: You know what? If anything, I feel like we got worse. Like, I danced for 10 years. Yeah. And, like, I had to do a hip-hop class for for a friend, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, where did my skill go? I took a
1: Zumba class, and I've never felt more out of shape or out (sighs) of, like, my dance. Like, usually once the music comes on and, like, you know, I have somebody teaching me i'm good but i could not pick up zumba yeah. for the life of me and like the lady's like oh is this your first time and i'm like yeah but i've been a dancer for 18 years and she's like oh you are <laughs> and she's like what kind of dance do you do and i'm like oh that was not a good look so funny but anyways thank you so much for coming on um i really appreciate it hopefully we can spend some sort of international food day together we can plan something out um in the Sometime. meantime happy cinco de mayo And yeah, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Thanks, Clarissa. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode featuring Clarissa from Bite Me Vancouver. It was so fun catching up with her on becoming a foodie, celebrating Cinco de Mayo, and of course, Mother's Day. You guys can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Bite Me Vancouver and her website, BiteMeVancouver.com. You guys can find me on Instagram at Tea with Tash. And also, if you guys love what you hear, please like and subscribe. I hope you guys have a great week. So until next time, sit back, relax, and leave spilling the tea to me. Bye, guys.